vision, imagination. Ah, magic. Magic, yeah. Manifesting that which is not real. Bringing into existence things. Um, words were originally considered magic. It's hard for people to understand. Words were originally considered magic. Grammar was originally considered to be magic. Was it? What does the word grammar mean? What is the origin of the word grammar? It's the origin. The origin. Everything starts with G around here. <laughs> the origin. <laughs> the, ori the, the origin of the word grammar is grimoire, which was the original book of black magic. Words were the, the idea that you could take something in your head, use words or sounds, and take the idea from your head and put it into somebody else's head. Uh, pink elephant, you know that that was mm -hmm. that was considered magic. Mm -hmm. It's the very essence of magic, transforming reality. And that is why, you know, it, it's clear we spell words, spell, mm -hmm. a spell, spell. A spell. Is, mm -hmm. yes, a spell is a magical incantation for creating something, mm -hmm. turning what is unreal into what is real. Um, and there, um, there, there's there's a lot connected with spirituality and and learning and education and development. It depends how deep a person wants to go. Seminar. The root of the mm -hmm. word for seminar is actually semen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it it all goes into the the seed of understanding how everything works and what do you call a group of teachers staff staff mm -hmm. you've heard the word right staff mm -hmm. a group of teachers mm -hmm. what is a staff a staff is the stick that was used by a wizard mm -hmm. or also a shepherd but it was believed to contain magical properties yeah what do you call someone who goes to school a pupil what is a pupil also a pupil is the part of the eye that allows light in what is light light is information mm-hmm that's the that's Yes. Mm -hmm. What is information? English, what is information? Mm -hmm. It informs. What is form? It's the In shape form. of something. Shape is something. So the information changes the shape. It changes how something develops. Um, so it, it, at the base of, of, of everything, education is very very esoteric because 
education is the opportunity to change everything. And yeah, school should be the basis of, of, a, of a place for, for transformation. And it, it very, it's very individual, it very much depends on the, the, the teacher or if you, I, I think it helps if people, I already talked about this that today that teacher is a word that doesn't really mean anything because it's a label that's stuck on people. And I think mm -hmm. it helps a teacher if they look at it from the perspective of a coach or a tutor, um, if they look at it from, uh, or a mentor, like the mm -hmm. mentor working with the mind, uh, like a mentor and a mentee, or uh, a tutor working on intuition. And the original meaning of education is, education comes from educate, which means to draw out of a person the abilities that exist within them. See, information, the transfer of information is the opposite. The transfer of information is the opposite of education. When you inform, when you inf when you inform students, you don't draw out of them what is naturally within them. You shape them from the outside. Therefore, it's it. Sometimes it helps to view it like that. Sometimes it doesn't help. But the the key is understanding that that words have a very magical power to them. Uh, imagination, they, they change the world around about. And when we, when we, when we fully understand the language that we use, we gain, we gain a great power because we are able to defend ourselves against those who use language against us. Because, you know, what are some of the key rules and teachings of history? Know your enemy. Know mm -hmm. your enemy, not so that you can become them, but so that you can defend yourself against what they bring to you. Because if you don't know your enemy exists, then, and, and sometimes, our, it, it's a contradiction, sometimes our greatest enemy is ourselves. It reflects back to the beginning of a conversation that we we get in our own way we limit ourselves we stop ourselves and wh why do we do that because that's what we learned that's what we learned to do that's what all the programming was uh -huh. that, that, that's what all the programming was all every everything around about us is influencing us in one way or another on a on a macro and a micro level and when something, when there's visible negativity in the macro, it's because there's negativity in the micro. And the Buddhist philosophy will explains it better that there's a, there's sort of internal technology and an external technology, and they're mirrors of each other uh, with, with 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 how people understand and how people relate and how people communicate whatever you do everything you do is an expression of yourself i'm going to repeat that it's, it's this is really important uh -huh. 
whatever you do, everything you do is an expression of yourself. Every time you do something, you're expressing yourself. We don't realize we're doing it. Um, I've been working with I've been working with people. Just on a side side note, I've I've been working with people for twenty twenty five years in personal development. And that twenty in the last twenty years, I would say several thousand people have come to me for help with language. Mm-hmm. And I would, I can pretty much honestly say that 0% of them actually needed language help. It was a way of saying, it's a simple way of saying, I want to be better in my life. And then looking at, a, looking at your own life and saying, okay, how do I get better? Well, language is a pretty key element in life. It's how I communicate with people. It's how I understand the world. So maybe I should start mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But none of these people really needed help with the language because the same problems they had in the second language were the same problems they had in the first language. Mm-hmm. Which shows us that language is not the problem. It's evidence. It's empirical evidence that language is not the problem. And this is, this is, this is for everyone that I've worked with for the last twenty years. It's not something that I was looking for, but it's something that I slowly began to understand. Um, the we we run certain programs in our head about how the way, about how the world works, but it it's not quite like that. Um, we're all we're all works in in progress. We're all trying to make things a little bit. We're all searching for a way to make things better, and we express this in a lot of different ways. And seeking education in one thing and one thing alone is insanity because we have to improve holistically. Mm-hmm. No, what is the point in improving your golf swing if the rest of your life is shit, right? I mean, it's just, it's, there's no point, right? It, it, it's just a, some small piece of escapism. We might as well live holistically and be, be happy um, rather than try to correct every little thing that's wrong about us because that's just called being human. When we use language and we're vulnerable and we're open and we're honest, then we communicate so much more than we actually understand. It really is an expression of, of ourselves. And the only way to know what's inside someone's head, the only way to help someone is to kind of get inside their head a little bit. The only way to know what's inside a person's head is to get them to use the language to express what is happening. And otherwise you can't see, unless you do a brain scan or something, you, you can't see what's going on inside a person's mind. And um, yeah, and most people's minds are, are just like closets where they open it up and they throw things in and they close the door and they don't think about it very much. And you said it's actually good that we do not know what's in people's head because it's like the same useful as what is in um, people's computer.